When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, for sure. Hey, nuns have boobs. Let's be perfectly frank. Um, number one. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Recording in progress. Is that Siri or Alexa? Like, who is that voice? Is that a famous voice or no? Legally, it's neither. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I, I do think that, man, some guy like just like stumbling upon a woman at a bar and like, you know, ended up like one thing leads to another and he realizes that he's uh, making love to Alexa's voice like that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that would be that, like that wouldn't be a bad thing if I was a guy. And I like that, that's <laughs> that you just stumbled into that. It is a point of fantasy to a certain extent, I guess, de- depending on how desperate you are to meet a woman. And, you know, anyone looking for the man's voice of that, it'd be the you've got mail guy. If anyone <laughs> looking for courtship from a man stumbled upon the you've got mail. How come How come they're all women? How come they're all female voices? Well, well I mean, you, I just said you've got mail. I know, mail. but I mean, except that. Except, like, more recently, like, I've got mail guy is, like, from the 90s. It's because dad times have changed and we let women do things now. Okay. <laughs> no, I... I understand that. Um, speak, speaking of females, I, I have to ask the question that's on my mind, if not America's mind. Have you found the tooth yet? Go on. You're unaware that your daughter lost a tooth? Oh. Oh. I mean, I didn't think we were talking about my personal life, so I thought we were... You know, <laughs> I thought uh, there was something in pop culture that you were referencing. I'm like, Lucy's got an extra one. I don't know. Grace, Christy and I were out of town, like at a hotel on Saturday. So she was staying with my in-laws, and yeah, they they lost a tooth and they lost it in the chair. What an adorable note my daughter wrote, though. Oh my, my god! My, they they like wrote a my 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 mother-in-law made my daughter write a note to the tooth fairy of just like, hey, we lost the tooth in the couch. Can you please give me money? Still, basically, <laughs> this is what the note said. <laughs> it's all about the money. <laughs> What what's the modern tooth worth? Like when I was a kid, it was worth uh, I think a dollar. Oh wow, you started out rich. I think we did this a few weeks ago with when my daughter lost a tooth, but uh, she lost a tooth a few weeks ago. No, it's been it's been a while since we've had, and I don't remember the conversation. But I know we've had it. I think it was. Uh, I think we actually gave her a five dollar bill for her first tooth, but now it's a dollar. A dollar a tooth yeah. is what we do. I don't know, Yeti. That's a lot. I think it's a dollar now for us. I'm saying for Greg back in 1953, 55, yeah, when he would losing teeth. It would have been a nickel, right? Uh, Mom, can I get a nickel so I, can go, so I can go buy a right. carton of eggs? Right. That's what I would have thought. Like, yeah, 1959 when Greg would have started losing teeth. I thought, yeah, maybe like a nickel because like even I was like a dime or a quarter. Now we were poor and I was the oldest of seven. You know what? Now that you mention it, I think it was a quarter under my pillow. Yeah. Like yeah, a dime or a quarter or something like that. But like, I think we're up to a dollar in our house. What was like when you were growing up, dad, and you're like 10, 9, 10 years old, 11. Right. And like on a Saturday, you Mid-60s. guys are going to go like 
get a like a like is there sub shops back then like the equivalent of subway like 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 how much would that cost for like you nana pop uncle dick like the four of you to have like a nice lunch out you know what's weird is that when i was about that age i'm not even sure if mcdonald's had been invented yet Hmm. like like i think mcdonald's came along like in the late 50s Something like that. Or would Nana or, just like buy like a loaf of bread and you guys would, you know, have mayo, oh yeah, we would, have like mayo sandwiches or something. Yeah, we would eat at home. <laughs> we, she would definitely, we would have a sandwich at home. And typically it would be like a bologna sandwich with mustard. And, and if we were feeling really saucy, she would uh, like fry the bologna. And oh, it would yeah. be like a, no, I like grew, a hot yeah. bologna sandwich. Did, did you grow up eating potted meat? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Potted For meat sure. food product. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Cheese, is this cheese? In, like, are we, are we at least putting cheese on this sandwich? Mm, I didn't put cheese on my bologna sandwich. Wow. It was like two slices of bologna. Wow. You know, with a with a little mustard. It was pretty good, actually. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, a, like a little seared bologna doesn't sound terrible. No, that's, yeah, if you're living saucy, you sear it up. Yeah. It, uh, but yeah, we were bologna. We'd have, we, we'd splurge and have cheese. Um, it, I, I, although I don't know the cheese we put on it, you could call it cheese. But we'd splurge. Baby. But, like, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what do you mean you could call it cheese? What does well, that I mean? I mean, I mean, like it's it's like craft plastic is what it looked like more like oh. you know, the little craft single slices yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Good yeah. melting properties, though. But like, so how old were you when you started going to Villa Rose? And like, what would that run the family? That would probably be when I was a little older, maybe 12, 15. Um, that was like quarterly, like a big night out. Right. Mm, that was like I'm. I cannot, I cannot overemphasize that going out to dinner, quote unquote, was a big deal in my household growing up because we didn't have that much money and, and 95% of our meals were uh, home cooked. Same. And, um, you know, we rarely, if ever, went out to lunch. Did you guys bring in Villa Rose more? Um, no, we would almost always go there. And it was a big occasion. Going out to dinner at all, we used to go to this Italian restaurant in North Miami somewhere. I can't remember the name of it, but that was like, it, it's amazing how times have changed. Uh, I, I was going to get around to mentioning later that I went to a super fancy uh, Miami restaurant last night called Claw, spelled with a K, K-L-A-W. Oh, super, I've heard of that. That's super, super expensive. Oh my God. It was super expensive. <laughs> a ribeye steak is $190. Oh, I drink, I drank a couple of beers from Mexico, a beer called Tulum, T-U-L-U-M, which I love, by the way. $18 for that. Um, it, it was just insane. We had gotten a gift card from somebody for 275 bucks, and we still <laughs> ended up, the three of us still ended up spending like 400 something. So it was crazy. Yeah. But that, like, when I grew up, just going to an Italian restaurant and having spaghetti and meatballs, and, and the total bill for the three of us would be, you know, probably $40 or something, you know. So it's, uh, I, I really appreciate oh we we thought we thought mcdonald's was high living yeah yeah like yeah just go yeah going out to any, doing anything other than hamburger helper at the house was anything like with waitress service high living yeah anything in a in a restaurant where you sat down and a wait waiter or waitress served you was high end uh in 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 the world i grew up in and now so we can't was... go to we can't we went to whataburger last night it was 50 bucks i'm like what oh, yeah for, for it's just burgers and fries dude you can't eat two people can't eat nowadays for like under 50 bucks no like when christy and i were first dating like it's palpable the difference we used to be able to go to lunch for like 30 dollars like we could like each have like a, a coke a, a sandwich each and 30 something dollars for lunch now it's like 55 60 bucks like just for like each ordering a dish and a drink, like not even right. alcohol. Like it's crazy how much 
the food prices have gone up. No, it, and it, you know, it used to, I don't go to fast food that much, but I drove through McDonald's probably a month ago and <laughs> you I drove got, through, like, you a, didn't even eat. You just were like, no, <laughs> I driving I, through, just no, driving no, through. I ordered. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, and I ordered a Big Mac meal and I was genuinely surprised that it was over $10. Like yeah. I thought, it w- I thought it would be like less than 10. I got a 10 out of my wallet. When I was in middle school, it was probably like five and change for like yeah. a Big Mac meal. Right. Yeah. And it's and like it's, doubled. Yeah. I do say mm-hmm. at least Taco Bell, you can still get a big box for like f- between five and six dollars, depending on which one you get. You got to know what to order at Taco Bell because Taco Bell is one of those things. If you like do s- individual items, you could rack up a quick like 20 bucks. But like if you get the right like package stuff, you can get out of there. Yeah. Right. And and like, you know, getting a taco now, I mean, I remember they used to have the uh, the advertisements. You could get fifty nine seventy nine ninety nine. That was kind of their say fifty nine seventy nine ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. And uh, it was like a, a regular taco, fifty nine a taco supreme for seventy nine seventy nine and like ninety nine for a burrito supreme or something like yeah. that. And, you know, that's not the case anymore. But it's not like you're ordering off the dollar menu or dollar fifty menu at another restaurant where it's much lesser quality food. It's still the the good classic taco that you'd get if you end up buying like a chalupa box. You'd still get the same like nice you know like, like taco like Taco Bell classic taco. Have we started oh. the show yet, or are we just no, talking? We like, are, are we just no. three are friends even, talking? <laughs> no, are we recording? I'm not are starting we... back. We've been recording this whole time, <laughs> oh, Greg. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I didn't know we'd started the show. Uh, here is how I had planned to start the show, honestly. Uh, and, and because this uh, convoluted story I'm about to tell you leads uh, fairly directly to a Hee Haw 3, a story of mine. Okay. Jeopardy the other day, I didn't watch it, but it became a news story. So I read about it. This woman from California um, had an epic fail on on one of her answers, uh, which is posed as a question. Of this course, this is good. This is good. Yeah, yeah. You you know what I'm talking about, right? I it hope was, I do. I th- if if there's another one, then yeah. yeah they showed a video of uh, Scott Hamilton figure skating in the 1984 Olympics. The it was just a picture. Was, it was just a picture from yeah, waist up. Right. The category was 40 1984, 40 years ago for six hundred dollars, and it's Scott Ham. She has to identify Scott Hamilton, and her answer is. Who is Mary Lou Retton? So she gets not only the sport wrong, but the gender wrong. <laughs> Look, and it, the clue, it, the, the clue was this person won a gold medal and and did uh, like three triple jumps in their four right. minute routine. So there wasn't anything that like if you weren't paying attention to to clue in. Now Scott Hamilton and Mary Lou Retton, similar haircuts, but still, yes, <laughs> Greg, epic fail. It was incredible. It was great. And and here's what led me uh, to to even mention that. Okay. You all know that the original guitarist in the Hee Haw 3 was named Merle Waxman. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Well, just for laughs, I Googled the name Merle Waxman, <laughs> thinking, has there is like, no, that can't be a real name, right? It turns out there's a fairly prominent Merle Waxman, but it's a woman. Okay. Okay. I guess that's a, it's not just Merle Haggard. There are women named Merle. So the real life modern day Merle Waxman is like a, a big professor at Yale, like a very prominent woman in the Northeast in education. And, and she's like, I've got a big resume. And I, I just found that very interesting. And then I immediately um, Googled skins a marink and there was nobody, nothing <laughs> well, came up. He went missing in 1983. And I mean, right. you know, <laughs> that's true. Um, and was and was never found. So the, the, the he thought, uh, Chris, I don't know if you know this, that he thought three is in demand. Um, I've, I've heard we've had we have had people reach out to us about playing shows like 
<laughs> you know, as, as soon as next month, then we aren't going to be able to make the one that's for next month. But right. we are in demand. Yeah, the yeah. one that the, it one was, that I, um, the one that I heard that's next month was supposed to be like a St. Patrick themed one that I heard yes. about, mm-hmm. and that one worries me because <laughs> right. a, a random bar in a random state is going to draw a big crowd on St. Patrick's Day. Like we need yeah. this to be Lebetard centric people only Very like, much i so. feel like for the hee-haw three like i feel like you guys are gonna get booed off the stage if yes. it's just a rowdy saint patrick's day crowd being like who the hell right it would be, be like <laughs> as long as we live that'd be like zion's shoe though it would be funny to like hear my dad trying to like calm down a heckling crowd of like no i'm telling you you know rink a dink and uh <laughs> You know, like talking about made Especially. up Merle Waxman, and then we bring up the the Yale professor on now, what, stage. Right. What we should do in in North Carolina every April, there is um, in Wilkesboro, there is a festival called Merle Fest, and it is. Um, Greg, have you ever heard of Doc Watson? Yes. Okay, it's uh, so Doc was a blind guitarist from near Boone, North Carolina, where App State is. Um, deep gap. If we're getting serious, but uh, he. Uh, um, his son Merle died in in a, if I remember right, a tractor accident. Um, oh my god! And so they started a festival uh, called Merle called Merle Fest every year. And if we're really living right, we'll we'll find a way to get on the bill at Merle Fest, and, and Greg will turn it all into a, a. He'll say it's about Merle Waxman, but it'll just, of course, be a, turn into celebrating Greg. Now, when I heard you just say that there was a like, like a Merle Fest, I just yeah. in my mind I was like, okay, we got to find a Greg Fest. So I typed in <laughs> Greg Fest, and there you is. Know. It has. It's Greg with two G's. Ooh. Oh boy! Ooh, Ouch. we should go protest that. Be careful. Tread lightly. Tread that lightly hurts. before you get too critical. Because Greg Fest is a two-day music festival held at Northern Vermont University in Lindenville, Vermont, in memory of a guy named Jake Greg, spelled with two G's, uh, a okay. student who passed away. Wow. I'm, I'm, so I'm just saying it, it. It was started because of a tragedy, but you know, maybe you, maybe the Hee Haw Three could play Greg Fest one day. Well, yeah, it's possible. The first tragedy was having two G's in his in, at the end there of his go. name. Yeah, yeah, although in a in a surname, it's like it's involuntary. You know, you yeah. almost can't help it. So, so I have a little so forgiving there. We're claiming if it was one G, that he might still be. Yes, is that where we're? Okay. He might still be alive, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> um, I feel like we've gone. You know, when far. You, it, it's it's so weird to me that my whole life I just assumed. That Merle Fest, which I've heard of, was in honor of Merle Haggard. I oh, never really? Assumed, yes. I always assumed, because I've never been to it, I've never read about it, but I've heard about it, and I just always assumed it was Merle Haggard related. That is so weird. Yeah, no, it's no, all about Merle Watson, because yeah, Merle Haggard has no connection outside of his music to and, and white people to Wilkesboro, North Carolina. But okay. <laughs> that's, right. that's where that's, we were living there when Wilco was born. And uh, okay. it's a big deal. It's, it's it, I mean, Willie Nelson's played there. Dolly, I think Dolly Parton's played there. The Avett brothers play there every few years. Has um, Earl, has Earl Watson ever played there? <laughs> I do not know that Earl Watson has, has ever played there. It <laughs> <laughs> is weird. Um, Christopher, are you at liberty to tell me how was your New York trip? How was your New York experience? Because I'm, I haven't talked to you about it and I'm interested. I had a, a long weekend with a trip to a quick trip to New York, 48 hours back for South Beach Food and Wine, which Christina had planned before Christmas. It was a Christmas gift for me from me to her. So like we would have honestly spent the whole weekend in New York, but because of South Beach Food and Wine that we had on Saturday, it turned into th- two straight days in New York back at like midnight Friday to go to South Beach Food and Wine on on Saturday. And it was a ton of fun. Man, I fell in love with New York this week, honestly. 
Yeah, it's great. I've been, I've been there multiple times. Most of the time for work, a couple times when I was younger with you guys. I, I, I really learned this weekend how terribly we did New York as a family growing <laughs> up. Like, we just did Times Square. Like, the worst place that everyone in New York is consensus. Like, yeah, you maybe want to look at it for like an hour, but get out of there and get it. Like, we stayed in the heart of, like, and, and God bless mom. Like, you guys tried. It probably cost a, an arm and a leg to do what we did. I, I was just, just, no, no, I was just uh, thinking to myself and, and biting my tongue from saying anything that Christopher, am I hearing this right? No, Is no, no. Christopher bitching about a vacation to New York as a kid? I'm not where bitching his about it. spent thousands of dollars. I am in hindsight realizing how we should have stayed in like every other place except there and then we should have gone into there and then got uh, out my okay. point is is just the research on where should we stay and you guys coming up with in the middle of times square is a, is right. a little funny so you stayed in chelsea i think which is a nice area chess chelsea i love the west village uh just just i just i mean I, and then i do like i like the the rockefeller center too like i like but it was just I, I the weather and the and like the the sunset. I took this one picture. I'm gonna literally get it framed for my house. I put it on Twitter. <laughs> that is just me with my phone, like looking right after we had pizza. I just stumble out here. I look to the right. I'm like, oh my god, this is gorgeous. It was just Graceland loved it. We saw Hamilton. Uh, it, 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 we couldn't have done more in the 48 hours. I had this place Wohop or Wuhop that's on it's it's in chinatown i just kind of look i stumbled upon it i looked at like one website but apparently it's like one of the best spots there and we just had great food we went to john's of bleakers the best pizza i've ever had it was just wow. a great food great time with the family central park we did a carriage ride around central park even though it smelled like shit half the time because of the horses yeah horse shit. And, and one time we got out for a picture photo op and we get right back in and our horse starts like freaking out and we had to like jump out of the carriage and the guy's like, oh, sorry, sorry. And like, so like it was kind of funny, but it uh, wasn't calmly. Was it my racehorse? Like, because <laughs> calmly hasn't raced in months. I'm just want to make sure that they're not like running around. For no, this horse was named frantically. <laughs> OK, so, yeah, this was frantically. OK, so how did Graceland experience? Um, uh what's it what's it called hamilton uh, the, yeah she yeah was great hamilton. she was great i mean because she first, knows some of the songs she right? knows all the songs i mean the first act is just a bang like I, i'd put the first act in hamilton up against any broadway show in history the second act you know it starts to it starts to what is it drone it starts to you know the second act you're kind of getting tired but right. man the first act is just banger after banger after banger and yeah she loved it it was just we had great seats there's not really a bad seat in that place there. That, that's like a small theater. Like it was not that big. And just seeing that stage up close, if, I know they move around and you've seen it in Fort Lauderdale, but just like seeing the real one that, you know, that the, the main yeah. cast started on. And I don't know, man, we're really into Hamilton. Like it was. What theater it was, really, was it? It's called the R Rogers Theater or something. It's, oh, wow. I think that's at, named after Rogers of Rogers and Hammerstein, I think. Okay. I could be wrong. Or maybe it's named after Merle Haggard. It's something Rogers, <laughs> like Richard Rogers, Richard okay. Rogers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is it, actually. Yeah. Uh, Christopher, I have to be very honest with you. You sound like you had a two or three day, starting in New York and then ending at the Wine and Food Festival. You honestly had three glorious days in a oh, row that you yeah. genuinely loved. Yeah. And then yesterday... We did like a wine tasting, which is more Christie's thing. They all taste the same to me. Uh, I got a whole thing for wine people. I'm going to save that for the Lebitard show. I know how mad that makes you to hear me say that. 
but I just I, I don't I hate when I do a thing here and then I go and re reuse it there. So I'm gonna tease it. Okay. I'll I'll tell people that I'm gonna rip it. Like I'm gonna rip wine people. Like when we're talking about there's beer people out there. These people that are enthusiasts. Like we're cat like dad. You were drinkers, but we're casual about all this stuff. Like right. There are people out there that are really into beer. Right. There are people that are really into like liquor. And there are people that are really into wine. And I want to like just dissect these type of people because I think wine people might be the worst of those three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to plumb any deeper. Um, but, but speaking of the Levitard show, I, I did want to ask you about this because when I was in last week and the subject of the Cyclones came up, the highlight team, several things really surprised me that I was hearing for the first time. I didn't know that the team sucked, that it had gone from champion of the league to really, really bad. Well, that was, I didn't know. Remember, we're talking, we're talking in like a a season where I think we have 20 something matches. We're three matches in. So like, we've gotten off to like, I think we, through our first three matches, we had only won three. You know how there's like six matches? Like, I think we were like three and 15 through the first three weeks. So like, But, but the other thing that surprised me was, I very much got the impression that Mike has sort of taken over as the quote unquote owner and that you like don't even go there anymore. Is that true? No. Like, did I miss? Was I not in that day? I don't think you were. Chris goes a lot. The last, like that Friday's game, Chris Art was doing something else. I can't even remember what it was. No, I had a concert. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Chris, was we've at the only concert. had one Friday. Like I missed. Yeah, and just like last year, a couple like Mike misses some too, where I'm there without him. Okay. Like who owns the site? Did Mike? Did Mike say on air that, like that hits him now? Like did he like no. make a no? But you know, Mike. He he's you know. He, let's put it this way. He mentioned that he had yelled at the team like he called the team oh, no, no. he texted that, players yeah. during the match no that was because he was there that night one of the bad matches i was not there so he was there and apparently i wasn't there for it so i don't know the exact details but apparently there was some sort of post-match mike gathered them all in and was just like this is not yeah i love greg hearing this from the the perspective of a defensive father like I, I want to take up for my son, but no, as a fan, no, I didn't hear it that way at all. Yeah. But I love, I love the idea of Greg, like getting defensive for Chris, even though Chris infuriates him so much. Yeah. Well, I am because it, it, what I heard was, all right, Mike is usurping power. Mike is all of a sudden the de facto owner of the Cyclones. What about Christopher? That, that's, that was my first thought. I almost said something on the show and Mike and I would have gotten into an argument. I appreciate that, dad. So are you the owner still? But I think you just I think I think you just created a riff where there is none. No, I mean no. We're it's it's we're 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 good. But who's the owner? I mean we both like that. What like do you really like want the nuts and bolts in this? Like the, the Levitard show is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, you, you know, I like to I like to know the truth. Now I feel like he's tra- actually kind of backhandedly putting you down. He's subtweeting you. Who yeah. is the real owner, Chris? Admit it. You're not the owner. You could never be the owner of a highlight team. I know. I feel like I almost just revealed too much. I mean, I don't think anyone actually actually out there thinks that right. like I invested hundreds of thousands of dollars in this. Yeah, like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm basically show up. like I'm the face. Mike and I like like the the, the show bought a team, yeah. and Mike and I are the ones that they were like, you guys go be the okay. putting it in your stead. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know what I'm offering to do because I know the the Cyclones need a little bit of a bump. I am offering to go to the next match and faint, and faint during <laughs> yeah. the match. Just okay. to, you know, to because those were the glory days of the Cyclones, right? When I fainted, <laughs> like, I feel like 
me feigning at that match really led to that championship season. Yeah, I think that I've was never after really... they won the championship and you fainted during the season when they really tanked bad. Yeah, yeah, I think my dad was actually not. I don't think my dad could be more wrong about what he's saying right now. I think, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, timeline, well, They're like eight seasons a year, so. I think it was like our worst season ever, we actually, when you fainted. <laughs> so for, maybe don't could faint. Be. But, we, but we do need something in there, so maybe that's the thing. I'll, I'll offer it up to the team. We rally, we rally the team around Greg's fainting, right? Let's win this one uh, for Greg. Yeah. I, I, I want to mention something about Starbucks, and, and I want your instant reaction from both of you. That it costs just as much as Whataburger? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, here, here's the thing. Are you ready? Starbucks, I'm just going to say a, a flat sentence. Starbucks is selling pork-flavored coffee in China. Ugh. Okay, mm. that's Christopher's reaction. What do you think, Yeti? Neither Chris or I are coffee guys, so... Well, but the idea of a pork flavored drink, I mean, just give me some broth. That now that sounds good, pork broth. But but coffee um is that do you think that's what it like is it just now it's the coffee grounds but instead of water they put in the pork pork broth? Pork broth? I don't know what they do, but it just sounds horrible and and I'm feel sorry for China. I know that's a terribly oppressive government, but its citizens do not deserve <laughs> pork flavored coffee. I am so against flavored coffee that I won't, sometimes these little cups they give you, instead of regular cream, it's hazelnut cream for some reason. I won't even use that. Like, that's how much I hate flavored coffee of any kind. 100% no exceptions. You just made me, for some reason, that coffee brought me back to New York, and I just like thought of something else. We have to take a break, but after my little story. At, why is everyone in New York? And man, like one of the other good things that you love about New York is just you feel like everyone is going somewhere important. Like it just feels <laughs> like a city filled with people that it's like, I got a meeting and I got to get over here. Like everyone's right. on the phone. Every single person you walk by is 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 by themselves on a commute with the he- with their earpiece in. Yep. And they're just mid conversation. You hear so many quick little snippets of I can't believe that. Yeah. And it's, that's all you hear. Or it's just like, I told him seven times. And that's all you hear from this thing. And it's just like, I, I don't know how many times you have to hear. He's just not into you. And it's just like, you hear like just little snippets of life. And it just makes you feel alive. It's just the subway. It's just there's so many different types of people, business people, construction workers, uh, tourists. Uh, it's just, it, it feels, it makes me feel alive. I know it. Caught, you have to be like a millionaire to live there. Right. Because like my friend, I visit my friend Anthony Vaca who lives there, who like is just like, dude, yeah, New York's great, but you can't do anything for under like 200 bucks. So <laughs> you better have. How's Anthony? He's good. By the way, you telling that story about just hearing like little tiny snippets of conversation in the maelstrom that is New York, it would be funny to contribute to that by saying weird things. Like if somebody else is telling your version of that, they would say, and then I heard somebody say, and I had my left ear amputated, and that's all I heard. <laughs> you, you know, it's mad, just, li- it's mad Libs on the street. The Greg Cody yeah. shows, the Bets podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you there should you just be as you pass by people. You just <laughs> and then he said Zagaki. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The guy. The guy says Brad when he burps. Right. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Uh, I should have given <laughs> it you. It would be uh, funny to who? It would be funny to us. <laughs> To see the reaction of somebody saying, and then he says Zagaki, because it might be a fan, and then they go, yeah, Greg Cody show, right? Or Levitard show. I should have given you uh, a handful of uh, Greg Cody show stickers to uh, vandalize and graffiti the city with. I got recognized one time in New York on the air- at the airport, heading back, like on the Fort Lauderdale flight, waiting for the 
So someone going back to where you're from. Someone right? going to back to where audience. I'm from. Right. Okay. And just was like, hey, are you Chris Cody? Yep. I did get recognized at South Beach Food and Wine a couple times, but. Yeah. By who? Anybody famous there? Guy Fieri was there or no? Yeah. Guy Fieri recognized me. Did he? No. <laughs> it was just some I'm guy just at a restaurant. It was just some guy. I don't know his name. I don't ask everyone's name that meets me. Like You should. I don't take do a long Do you think our sponsors interest. still recognize our show? We should recognize them and find out. Let's do it. Um, no, I'm, I'm wondering who, who the famous people were. What? What happened? Eddie was trying to We've been trying to go to break for four minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Do that again. Sorry. I'm an amateur. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Folks, let me talk to you about Sheets and Giggles, our lovers. We love them so much. President's Day sale still going on. $460 off of of mattress. I'm telling you, that is a huge percentage for a great quality mattress. Also, get their sheets, get their pillows, get their uh, get their sex machine. Actually, they don't have a sex machine. They're working on that. Colin told me they're working on sex machines. That's Colin. Yeah, Colin has a sex machine, but that's just... No, he is. Right, no, no that's right. I misread the email. <laughs> Colin is a sex machine. Okay. That was just a note. That was just that's a PS like at the bottom. Anyways, sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code Greg, $460 off of a mattress right now. Your wife, your husband, your lover will love this gift. They will wake up and they will say, "What a how do you how do you know where to buy mattresses from? You're an idiot." And you could say because Sheets and Giggles told me where to buy it. sheetsgiggles.com/greg promo code greg for a ton of money off of a mattress. Wow, isn't that the truth? Yeah. You know what you could do? Uh, everybody talks nowadays about bundling this and bundling that. You could bundle a brand new Sheets and Giggles mat- Sheets and Giggles mattress with a Hee Haw 3 t-shirt from the Greg Cody merch store and then that would be like the double header of right. all time. Generally, Who a bundle of that. Generally, a bundle would be on the same site where you have to can do it all in once. But you'd have to go to two websites here, so it wouldn't be a bundle at all. But if you'd like to do that, thank you. Double the pleasure. And Greg, what is that site? Where can they go to get Hee Haw Three shirts? Yeah. You know, whatever it's called. What is it called? <laughs> that should we should get a website called whatever it's called dot com for my dad. <laughs> it's Hee Haw. <laughs> Hee Haw. So if you if you want Hee Haw three shirts, it's heehaw.thegregcodyshow.com. If you want to support the Greg Cody Show, it's just shop.thegregcodyshow.com. Go enjoy. <laughs> yeah, bye. I, I want to see. I want to see all you haldies out there wearing our shirts soon. Is that the thing? Yeah, I saw. That's, I, I yeah, saw that's that on our Twitter. fans are the haldies. Yeah, you the, H- yeah. <laughs> the H A W T I E S Zagak. Yeah, that's good. I like that. The haldies. Yeah, the howdies. I texted that to you like four days ago with no response. I know. I I wasn't <laughs> sure I knew what the hell you were talking even about. Even I even I did what he wanted me to do on Twitter from New York. Thank you, yeah. Chris. Yeah. By the way, I I, I while he was in New York, I text Christopher a, a song, a new song of mine. Yeah, I didn't he, listen to that. He doesn't even not only doesn't he not respond, he didn't even listen to it. Um what speaking is it? of being disrespected, 
How about Dad Jokes and Three Facts Jack? What is that song? Uh, it's a John Anderson song called I've Got It Made. And you just sing it? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not for the show, it's just... It's just, you know... Sometimes I like to sing to my son. <laughs> occasionally, occasionally I send Christopher a song thinking if he likes it, something will happen with it. He will send it to Yeti or... Wait, is this, is this Greg's Here version? the good stuff, yeah. Okay. We hope so. Woman in a low-cut dress. <laughs> God never wanted me to have a woman and like that. I guess. John Anderson, a big a hero man. mansion, <laughs> sitting high on a hill. Yeah. I ain't never lived in a place like that, and I never will. See, like this is so funny because, like. You on stage in the Hee Haw 3, those songs sound like this just sounds like an idiot singing into his phone drunk. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. That's, no, how, we all, that's how we all start. We all start by sounding like idiots in our phones and maybe we can make something good. No. I mean, I've, I've mentioned before, I want to I wanna push the uh, Hee Haw 3 more toward a country sound, which I'm sure I'll get resistance on. But uh, that, that was the genesis of that. So dad jokes, huh? How about that? Go for it. Number three, what rock band... Loves Thanksgiving the most. Dead Air. Hold on. That'd be a good name for a rock band. Dead Air. It would. <laughs> go ahead. The Cranberries. Okay. I see. I'm going to see okay. what you're doing. <laughs> begrudging, uh, begrudging acceptance from Yeti on that one. I see what you're doing. It didn't get a laugh, but I, I get it. Number two. What was the rabbit's job at the hotel? Hopper. Bellhop. Bellhop is the correct answer. But that was your second answer, so... Zzz. Oh, pfft. You don't get it. Number one, who invented King Arthur's round table? Go ahead. Circumference. Okay. <laughs> I kind of like that one. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. I like that. I like that. The <laughs> circumference. That's pretty good. Three facts, Jack? There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for three facts, Jack. Number three, the world's biggest adult insect, the tree weta, W-E-T-A, <laughs> Native to New Zealand is a creature with a cricket-like body, but the size of a gerbil. Oh, weird. A tree weta. I'm, I'm still laughing at the name, a tree weta. Number two. It's like a bad AOL screen name from 2002. <laughs> <laughs> there are two oft-violated rules of etiquette involving raising a toast in someone's honor. One is that the recipient of the toast should never participate and drink in his or her own honor. Hmm. The other is that glasses should never be clinked. Wow, I disagree. Well, I'm a big clinker. I'm a big clinker. Like, I, I got to make contact with everything I can reach. Like, if I, if I, can, <laughs> I, reach, if I can reach you and I don't, we don't clink, I'm disappointed. Yeah. No, I'll I'm comment a clinker on too. It. I comment on it. I'll be like, me and Sarah didn't clink. It's fine. Yeah. I'm a clinker too, and I judge clinking. Like, you don't want to clink too hard. You want to barely tink. There were a couple of people at the the wine tasting thing I did at Food and South South Beach Food and Wine. Like there were like there were like seven things of wine, and there were people you heard it every time when he's like, "All right, moving on to number four, You'd hear the like two people like, "All right, let's cheers this one." Like, <laughs> oh god, okay. <laughs> so like anytime he'd be like, "All right, on to the next one," you'd hear clink. clink I like okay. the idea of Greg Cody, arbiter of clinks. 
I am. It was funny to see the people that were in there just to taste wine and had a lot to do that day and the people that only had that to do and they were in there to drink every sip of liquid put in front of them. Right. Clink Arbiter was Merle Waxman's brother-in-law. Like most people are just literally like they don't finish any of the wines. So like when the the, the whole thing's done and most of the wine is still all there because you're just sipping each one. And then there was one guy like right in, like this guy got it sitting in front of me. This guy, he like anytime it's like, all right, number one. 30 seconds later, gone, completely empty. All right, oh, moving yeah. on to number two. Yeah, you have to. Like, Are you kidding me? I would finish just, the wine that other people leave. It was funny to <laughs> just it was funny to just survey the room and see who were the people that were like, you know, it was funny. Yeah. Chris uh, Cody's people watching skills might be some of my favorite things oh, I love about it. you. Like I love like it. like that is that is your wheelhouse. I love it. That's what I love about these events more than anything. Or like being out, like drinking with people, like just kind of sitting around and just kind of just like observing like oh yeah. look, there's Fre- a look fremont must have been just a world of delight yeah for you. oh look there's urban meyer see i just oh, i just love you, it your, your dad your <laughs> dad because uh, i had heard you guys we'll, we'll get to your last fact in just a second greg i know we're interrupting but you're uh uh i heard you all talk on monday's episode about the nun on fremont oh yeah yeah and so when i'm walking back trying to save my voice and your dad's voice when we're walking back your dad's commenting like so what's with the circles and i was trying to explain everything yeah. to him and then he's like but someone's dressed up as a nun. I'm like, look again, Greg. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I turn, did. I, I said, I think, I think there might be some. Uh, Thank God for pasties. Some, am I right, boy? <laughs> Greg Turner's like, oh, <laughs> that, that was. It, it's just so outrageously sacrilegious that it's funny. You know, like you can't be. I don't know. It's, it's so weird. The yeah, weird I country. Think weird I think world. that's. I think that's part of the like the the irony of it is why they do it. I think it's like, yeah. look, we're nuns, but here are boobs. Kind yeah, of right. for sure. Hey, nuns have boobs. Let's be perfectly frank. <laughs> Um, All right, there's our cold open. Number one, we all know the word boycott means a refusal to buy, interact with, or support. But why the word? Well, it arose from a 19th century British landlord and a tenant uprising over his refusal to lower rent in a time of famine. The landlord's name, Charles C. Boycott. Okay. I thought it was going to be, I was I, I, where my mind went there, it was like, we need to... You know, pro- we're a progressive nation now. Girl, girl caught. Okay. Greg caught. <laughs> got me. Got me. <laughs> there are three things that interest him. So sit right back for three facts, Jack. You should work that into the show, the Levitard show this week. It like just be like, I'm, I'm thinking of Greg cotting them. Like just as if, just as if everyone knows what it is. That's a good one idea. Your classic, where where one minor thing goes wrong and you 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 swear, like Ugh. against that place. So it's a Greg cut. Uh, yeah, that's that's a very good idea. By the Greg, way, for those a, of you, a Greg cut is also what some people call you. Yeah, that's one of the many mispronunciations of my last name. Sometimes intentionally, sometimes not. I don't think it's ever intentional. Who's like this guy? I'm gonna call. Him, I'm gonna call him Cot. Oh, like like if I'm ordering. Something and then, what's your name again? C O T E. Yeah, but you Cot? say it's intentional. You just said sometimes it's intentional, as if somebody knows your name and, and intentionally mispronounces it. A few people I know do. I mean, Neil but, Rogers, wouldn't he mispronounce your name on purpose? Well, he would call it Kotex, <laughs> you know, just to, you know, just to be mean. Which I believe is a feminine product. Yeah, yeah. R- ridiculously misogynistic of him to do that. Like the Miami area, um, former Dolphin player, Miami area guy, Joe Rose really big down here the big dog the big dog um every time he sees me he says how you doing coat 
and he knows how to pronounce my name, but he's, his nickname <laughs> for me is Coat, and that's the way it is. And so, how come he, how come he never has you on his show? Uh, I think he has an arrangement with the Sun Sentinel. Okay, because I, 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 I listen. His show is honestly like a lot of times if I'm driving into work, I'll just like if I feel like I need a little local like sports yeah. refresher, I just very throw that sportsy. Sh- yeah. I throw that show on, and he has Dave Hyde on a lot. And every time, I'm always like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. No, we're friendly. If we see each other in an event, which isn't that often, we'll say howdy. We wanted to make sure he wasn't Greg cotting you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You should, you should I, say to him, you should be like, what's up, Rosé? <laughs> <laughs> Rosé. I like that. That's not a bad idea. I'm going to do that. By the yeah. way, I just got a, my internet is unstable alert again. Remember the problem we had with that last week? I hope we don't have a problem this week, but we're almost wrapping it up anyway. So that kind of thing. Anybody else got anything? I'm out of material. I took a I took a massive shit on the plane coming back from <laughs> from New York, and it was it was like after eating such good it was like the best eating day of my life, like, a, like the best Chinese food I've ever had, uh, a best pizza I've ever had, uh, this wow. best this best the best co- one of the best cookies I've ever had in between, Jesus. and then I, and then I felt like I needed to top all that off by having a milkshake at the airport. Oh my god! So this is what my stomach is, and then and then you know I'm holding because I'm like I, I let one fart out on in the plane, and my wife is like, "Did you fart?" And I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> so I was like, "All right, no." So then I I had like an hour's worth of like just holding it, you know, when you're just like you you gotta fart a lot, but it's like you're just like holding it in, so it's just like the stomach is just like, and then like midway through the flight, I was just like, and it's turning. Got, it, was it turning into a into a Kenny Rogers situation, a gambler? midway no no no. i wasn't worried about whether i just i just kept having the hold in farts and i just know that's not good for your stomach where it's like this thing wants to get out of you so it's just like i was like you know what i'm gonna go into the bathroom and i'm just gonna sit there for five minutes and i'm just gonna fart a lot but i ended up going and uh i don't know why i felt like i needed to throw that in the end of the show but well i'm very self-conscious about um I'd never shit on planes. Like I, this to, might be- I planned that out. Like I will dehydrate myself before the flight, and right. I will not eat as much before the yeah. flight because I know it's going to be trouble. It might have been the second time I've ever actually shit on a plane. Like I don't ever shit on a plane. I do that occasionally, but when I do, I make sure it's a QK because if people are, if other people are like me, um, they ju- like when so- when I see somebody go into an airplane bathroom, my mental clock is on See, like i'm no, timing them but my at the back of this plane there was two bathrooms so i got back there and i knew that the one next to me they were both vacant so i knew i didn't have to freak out until i heard so because i could hear someone go into the other one so like mm. for the first six minutes i sat there without any stress because i knew that the other one was vacant okay so i was like if someone shows up here there's no line they'd go into this one once i heard someone come into this one i was like all right time to get up because now someone could be waiting outside yeah yeah, so, I judge people who uh, are in too long. You know, if you're in a but, bathroom. But yeah. that's, it's probably somebody who has to fart a lot and they don't want to do it. <laughs> like they're, they're trying to be, that's like being, like you think someone wants to hang out in there? I got so mad coming back from Vegas because I, I, I try not to have to go, but I did. I had to pee and I'm in there and we hit turbulence. Like luckily it was after I was washing my hands. You're a big dude too. You're just like yeah. filling that whole right, thing right, up. Right, right, <laughs> right. And I don't, and, and like I'm germaphobic. I'm pretty germaphobic. Oh, wow. And, and uh, I, luckily, luckily, everywhere. 
Yeah, yeah. So luckily, I, I, like, I wasn't in the middle of going to the restroom when, when it happened. You I just right finished washing like, my hands, and all of a sudden, turbulence, and I'm like knocked up all against the walls. And, and you turn everything. your body to the right, you're like face to face with the mirror. You're like, right, God, yeah. Just- I hate it so bad, but yeah. And then, but then I was like in it, wall- wallowing all o- all over the walls because the turbulence knocked me over, and that was that was annoying. But could have been worse. Yep, could have been worse, but still hated hated that so much. Airlines need to uh, advance their restroom situation. The, the re- they can make the restrooms a little bit bigger. Uh, cruise ships did that. We're no, no, fine. cruise ship restrooms used to be Dad, notoriously you, you small. Just, Dad, you just get bigger rooms now. Those They're <laughs> still small. Like I love how my dad's like, <laughs> okay, bath- that's man, true. these bathrooms. It's like, Dad, you had like the presidential suite the last cruise okay, you were on. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> President like, Cody. The, yeah. the rooms inside with no balcony or no window, like those are still small bathrooms. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. You're right. So I have a topic. Okay. It's something that um it, I've been wanting to talk about how I speak another language called horse Latin, but that's a that's that's a story for another time. Wow. Okay. But um uh we'll call that a tease. A um, tease. But uh, but I actually been curious. What's the longest that either of you have had regular interactions with someone but not known their name? There's some people at our metal arc office that I'm not positive their name. Right, because we have we have like twenty or th- like there's like thirty people on some days. Right. There's oddball producers and like people video team and like. But like, do you talk to those people on a like daily no, no, no. or two it's, or three times a just, week basis? It's just like a I I've I had very little like actual one on one. I just say but like hello. actual conversation. Like you might have a weekly or two or three times a week conversation with someone and not knowing their name. Yeah, not really. Why that happens to me all the time. A, a good example is what Christopher said, the Levitard Show Studios, where I couldn't name every person in there. Couldn't even come close. Another example is... That his name is if, Billy Gill. Like, I don't know how many times <laughs> I have to tell you. <laughs> I thought it was Guillermo. What do I know? Um, another example is when, when your mother takes me to uh, a law oh, event. Ah, uh, her work events. Yeah, her work you, events. You just got to hit, know. Dad, you got to hit everyone with good to see you yeah oh like, yeah don't hit like nice to meet you then they hit you with i met you at last year's thing like good to see you a, a, a move i learned from dominique in vegas when they they strolled in when we were all having dinner tuesday it was him and bomani and charlie kravitz and uh dominique such a class act he went to shake my hand and i was like yeah i'm i'm, I'm yeti i produce greg's and he cut me off he says i know who you are yeah and even if he didn't like what a classy move yeah yeah, yeah it makes you cool. feel good yeah, yeah it makes you feel good yeah. right yeah. And uh yeah. but there is someone I'm not that, sure what that had to do with our story. Yet he just wanted to get that in that that Dominique like recognized us. <laughs> like yeah. we're talking about people you don't know their name and he was just like this guy knew my name. I've been waiting to drop that one in for a while. Look, later that week he said something I did was sexy. So I mean, <laughs> you know, he didn't call me sexy, but he said something I did was sexy. That's plenty good for me. Yeah. Um uh but so there's this lady that I, that is on the bus and we get dropped off of our bus. She works in the same building I do, about two blocks. It's about two to three block walk. And it's dark in Atlanta. She's small and I'm, you know, a big dude. So I will walk with her. She, she, she's told me, she's like, thank you for walking with me. And, and I learned her name at some point, some time ago, but I'm terrible on the first try on the, and, yeah. and we talked, she works in the office two to three days out of the week. We talk the whole way to our bus stop and at, at the bus stop at, in the evening too two to three days out of the week and i don't know her name and, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and and i've purposely been waiting to ask again until we had this conversation what just do you go like hey ma'am ma'am how are you 
No, we just say, hey, how's it going? And I don't know that she knows my name either. Right, I mean, it's okay. And, uh, you don't have to know each other's names. You just I know, got, but it's, you got uh, to stumble upon someone at some point with her where you can like hear her talk, tell her name yeah, to someone. That's, that's right. the key. I, I do try to listen out for that, and I haven't. And I'm someone who does try to get people's names right. I remember there there are three couples from Moss that I met, and I remember their names. And uh, like like Will and Savannah, Spencer and AJ, and Suzanne and uh, Alejandro. I remember all you guys, and, but I don't know this. I don't remember this lady's name. And we, I remember been, them too. It's been uh, two and a half years. Oh wow! That I've been doing that. We, yeah, that we've been walking got, from the bus to work. Another option: you drop a hey, on Monday. You just hit her with out of the blue. Let's play the name game. The name game. <laughs> I'll go first. Greg, Greg, Fobeb, Gramana, Mana, Fobeb. Me, my moment, Greg. Your turn. Go. Anna, Anna, banana, Santa, banana. Anna. That would be one way to do it. Uh, another way to do it, but I think the time has passed. The statute of limitations. How do you spell your name again? My wife was asking. <laughs> then she's going to hit me with the Seinfeld bit and says it rhymes with some of the female anatomy. All right. Yeah, that's a dangerous way to question it. How to spell it? I was trying to write you. I wanted to write you. I wanted to had a, had a card I was going to give you. How do you spell your name again? Then I got to go buy a card. I hate buying cards. <laughs> and then she says a name you can't possibly misspell, like Joy, J-O-Y. No, I'll just be completely honest, and because it's, it'll be a fun talking point. It's been two and a half years, and I don't remember your name. And we just talked about this on my show, The Greg Cody Show, at Greg yeah. Cody, out Mondays at 7 a.m., thegregcodyshow.com. Yep. I have said that to people, but it's usually people that I've met once or twice and talked to. Never, like, two-year relationship. I'm a big, like, when I meet someone, maybe, like, a listener or something, like, hey, what's up? Oh, what's your name? I'm Chris. Okay. We talk for te- six minutes. And then at some point in there, I'm like, oh, this felt actually substantive. What was your name again? Like, say it to me again. Like, what was it again? Like, just yeah, so I can I think really... you can do that. Yeah, the second time, yeah, yeah, like the second time through, I'm usually good. Like, I like, like a back end of the conversation. What was, so I can remember this. What was your name again? Brad. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to forget because not, not personal Brad. to anybody. I just forget. There's a lot of people, right? Names, but yeah, for sure. I think that's legit to, to do that. I've, I've done that. And when you get to be my age, you get a little bit more leeway. Yeah, you're you know, old. people sort of yeah. like expect you to not remember their name yep. or whatever. So because Greg Cody, I don't know how to do any of that. Is old. Yeah, no, I just I just said to your mother the other day, what was your name again? And she spelled it for me, <laughs> and then I remembered it's Erlene. Is it Arlene? E A. It's it's Earl. Right, Earl Fest. Earlfest. <laughs> and on hey. that note, take us out of here, Greg. Okay. <laughs> Me and my brother would call my mom Earl growing up. That's true. <laughs> I think I think Michael still does. Anyway, <laughs> thank you all. I have no idea what we just talked about, but the time flew, so it must have been okay. Uh, appreciate you all. <laughs> thank you very much every week. That kind of thing, so forth and so on. Pick up those Hee Haw 3 shirts in the merch store. Uh, visit Sheets and Giggles because they're the best company on earth. And they really are, even though I'm just saying that. See you next week. <laughs>